Episode 39, Weight Regain. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. The dreaded topic, mamas. Weight regain after loss. Been there, done that. Who hasn't, right? I've been in this phase of my current weight loss journey. For those of you who've been following along, you know I've been doing a progress over perfection view of weight loss. And what that means is that I picked a time when my schedule's crazy. We've got a bunch of vacations. We've got a bunch of life changes happening. My work is changing. And I chose not to focus on being short-term perfect, but to make this fit my life in the way that most of my mamas would. So I've been doing my own study. I started at 168 pounds, which is the average American woman, and have been losing. In the first 12 weeks, I lost really well. And then it started to slow a little bit. And then I'll tell you what, something unexpected occurred. And we've had some family drama that was unexpected. And man, this scale has just been bouncing back and forth for weeks. I have a little regain, a little loss, little regain, little loss, and it's effectively kind of kept me at the same spot. So it's allowed me to do a lot of work around this. And as a weight loss coach, I kind of see that as a win. When you look at scale numbers, you want to beat yourself up at it not being as good as it should be. But I'll tell you what, learning the lessons through times like this, my husband even looked at me this last week and said, listen, you're getting by right now. (laughs) We've all been there. But I think the fear is that weight regain is just going to be inevitable. And my life has to be perfectly aligned for that not to occur. And so we're getting ready to launch my next group of weight loss for modern American moms. And I decided to do a very specific webinar for this one on weight regain after surgery. If you know somebody who needs to know that, check out the show notes. Because I think after surgery, this weight regain you make mean a lot more. Anyone who's lost weight and experiences regain experiences some of the frustration around it. And I want to share with you some pretty sobering facts about regain. They did a huge analysis. It's called a meta-analysis. That means they looked at big studies. And it showed that more than half of the lost weight in women was regained within two years And that by five years, more than 80% of the weight loss was regained. That's just across the board weight loss. And it even occurs after bariatric surgery. So weight loss surgery commonly has weight regain years afterwards. The statistics on that are a little variable, but most people have some regain, typically 15 to 25%. And either way around it, it's very disheartening when weight regain occurs for all of us. It starts that whole yo-yo effect. So I want to share with you on today's podcast what you can't control and what you can control about weight regain, because it's fairly common, ladies, but there are ways to minimize it. 
And focusing on those is the key. Let's start with what you can't control. What happens in your body after you lose weight? We now know that weight loss is way more complicated than just willpower. Here's the beauty of it. Science is really looking into this, guys. As I delve deeper and deeper into the research on this, it's pretty amazing to look at. What we used to say was just weakness and you being, you know, not able to lose the weight. One of my mamas told me yesterday that her doctor told her that she should just be able to buy chips and not eat them herself and not make her family suffer. (laughs) What on earth? How far have we come? We are coming a long ways. It's easy to beat up the medical industry for weight loss, but I want to share with you that the research industry and the medical industry are behind changes here. There are changes coming, and I'm going to share in a future episode the new meds that are coming down the pike as well to support you in weight loss. There's some good ones coming. But Know that your body has very complex mechanisms that occur when you lose weight, right? We have hunger hormones. We have fullness hormones. We actually have hormones that help regulate where your body is at weight-wise. The most current theory is that we have what we call like a lipostat. It's like a thermostat for our bodies in terms of weight loss. And it will reset itself. But for a little while, it thinks you're dying because you're losing weight. There are disease processes that cause weight loss that are cancer and bad things that are occurring and your body goes into overload. We also know that with weight loss, you will feel more hungry. Your body is naturally going to work against you to help you regain the weight even though biologically it's not beneficial for us to regain weight, right? We've evolved past a place where it's beneficial biologically for us to regain weight. It's more beneficial for most of us to lose weight, but our bodies are sort of still figuring that all out because our society has changed so fast as compared to evolution of our bodies. So you've got hunger hormones that will go on overdrive in order to help you regain weight. You've got complex hormones in your body that start from the gut and go to the brain to tell you what's happening there. We've even got research coming up on the gut microbiome, our genetic predisposition to weight, and why it's been triggered recently. If you think about it, if it's just genetics alone, why wasn't this a problem a long time ago? That's called epigenetics, what's happening in our environment that's activating different genes that make it difficult to lose weight and make us regain weight. There's so much science that occurs behind the weight regain. So that at this point is kind of out of your control, ladies. I just want to share with you. But here's what's in your control. It's knowing what works for you and sticking to it. It's getting out of short-term diet mentality and creating long-term diet mentality. It's staying mindful instead of being mindless. And it's using your own mind and your own body to the best of your advantage in order to prevent weight regain. Those are things that are absolutely in your control. Following the right experts in your control. Stop following people who are giving you short-term approaches and buying the next fad diet, right? It's not going to last long-term and it's going to contribute to weight regain. Sorry, little side note. 
It's a pet peeve of mine, in case you haven't noticed. Because weight regain is somewhat of a normal phenomenon. Why lose the weight to just regain it? We want to lose the weight for life and live as that healthy version of you. So setting yourself up for success is the most important first step. Knowing that weight regain is a physiologic process that's likely going to come up for you is key. And knowing how to navigate that to the best of your abilities is the game changer for weight regain. So many of our best studies around weight regain truly come from weight loss surgery. That's why I've incorporated this in with it, because if you think about it, it's great follow-up studies. (laughs) Most of us don't follow up with diets we quit. We don't go back. But with weight loss surgery, you kind of have to. And so we've got great studies coming from that to show us what happens behaviorally that contributes to weight regain. And they call that behavioral shift. I even see this in my weight loss for modern American mamas, right? Here's what happens. At first, it's something new and it's exciting. And we're like, okay, do it perfectly. Follow the rules. You can do this. You're going to create great results. And with time, it starts to feel sort of more normal and more natural. And we see that behavioral shift start to happen. We go back to the old habits. They just kind of creep in, right? It's not something even we maybe intentionally do. They creep back in with time and the weight regain starts to occur. So the biggest reasons that they see weight regain after weight loss surgery, I think apply to all of us. And I want you to consider this. They did a large multi-site longitudinal study called LABS2 after weight loss surgery to see why people would regain. And what they noticed was that grazing eating, eating beyond full, and not engaging in self-weighing were the three biggest culprits that contributed to weight regain after surgery. And for those of you who aren't surgical and have done different weight loss approaches, how often has grazing, eating all day, small amounts, eating past your natural fullness sensation, and basically quitting the plan contributed to weight regain? It's true for all of us mamas. And these are absolutely things that are within your control. That is really good news. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we start with no snacks. Snacking is always emotional in origin. And here's the truth. The studies support that to not regain, you've got to stop snacking. I promise you, I built a very evidence-based approach to weight loss. And it shows up by saying, quit grazing, don't snack. Snacking is always emotional in origin. You don't need it to fix physical hunger. It is there to fix emotional hunger. And most programs, even weight loss surgery, don't necessarily teach you how to overcome that link. It's a habit that you've always done. It's your pick-me-up. It's your feel-good. It's your reward. It's the habit of overeating. That changing the action, just telling yourself you're going to eat different, isn't going to fix. Inserting a healthier snack is not the option either. It's still emotional in origin. How long it takes until you just go back to eating the unhealthy snacks is probably just going to be determined by the scale. And when regain restarts, you're going to be like, not worth it. I'll just eat the unhealthy snacks because I feel awful. That, ladies, is emotional eating. 
You've got to empower yourself past emotional eating in order to create lasting weight loss results. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we do the Think, Feel, Eat cycle. For those of you who struggled with weight gain, especially after surgery, I'll be covering it in my webinar. Even if you haven't had surgery, you might want to watch it (laughs) because it's pertinent to all of us. The habits form because we eat feelings and we have thoughts about food. The think, feel, eat cycle. To stop grazing, to stop snacking, you have to empower yourself past emotional eating and recognize the thoughts that make you mindlessly eat. Which brings me to the next point of why we regain in a way that's in our control, and that is eating past full. Why do we eat past full? Because we like it. We don't feel better when we've overfueled ourselves because we think of food as reward, not fuel. One of my mamas shared in our group last night that I just overeat this week and I've forgotten how horrible I feel. And I asked her, so why do we do it? If we regularly feel horrible when we overeat, why do we think we do it? It's because of how we think about food. It's about the feelings we're trying to fix with food. So we tell ourselves, if a little's good, more's better. So we overfuel our bodies and create new problems on the backside. Focusing in on food as fuel is one of our primary goals in weight loss coaching. Recognizing why I overeat, even though I don't feel good when I do it. What leads me to do that is done when you stop snacking and set a meal plan every day. That's how you recognize overeating. And the third thing is stopping weighing. Here's what we know about that. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we weigh every day. And I've had moms fight against it. (laughs) One of my favorites, she's listening, I'm sure, and she knows it, said to me, I just can't deal with this. I went to weigh twice a week. It's better for me, I promise. She did it for two weeks and she said, okay, never mind, I'm weighing every day. Here's why. If we stop weighing daily, two things happen. We make the scale mean a lot more when we do weigh. So we have like three or four days worth of drama to deal with, guessing what it's going to be, guessing what it's going to do, not really knowing. And so there's more drama when we do get on the scale. We also don't ever learn what works for our bodies. When you see without judgment, when you look at that number as just a number on the scale, not your inherent value in the world and how meaningful your life is which is what we want to do. We build so much pressure up around it. If we look at it just as a value, as what I ate yesterday and what that did to my body, then we learn real data and what works for us. When we do that every day, we can almost anticipate what's going to happen the next day. I can pretty much tell you what's going to happen. Now, these highly stressful family things lately have been throwing me. That's cortisol levels. But generally, I know. I know what's happening with the scale based off what I've eaten the day before. To be at that place is very empowering. When you tell yourself I'll weigh less frequently, you increase drama and you decrease understanding on what's happening. And then what happens, mamas? Suddenly we go to twice a week and we're like, I don't wanna deal with this. I'm just gonna do it once a week. And you and I all know when we're all doing good and on a diet, we weigh every day, maybe multiple times a day. And then all of a sudden it's been six months since we've weighed ourselves. And what we find in the long term is people won't even notice that they've gained weight until their clothes stop fitting. (laughs) 
until our clothes are too tight. We're like, oh, now it's a problem. When if you had recognized every day what was happening without so much judgment that you tell yourself you can't handle it, then you know what you're creating in your life. Weight regain you recognize much faster. You recognize what's happening in your body and in your mind when you regain the weight. You know how to make changes that are quicker so that you're not 30 pounds up. You're two or five. In my maintenance group, we have a five pound limit. It's like your body's naturally going to sway back and forth a little bit, but it doesn't need to be much more than five pounds. If that's the case, we need to take a different look at what we're eating, how we're eating, how we're using food. So there's lots of good news about weight regain out there. There are the parts you can't control, mamas, what your body does. And I believe that the reason we get such significant weight loss statistics is not just that. It is in our bodies to want to work with us. It is. They do recognize that, by the way, it's better for me. I feel better, right? All the good endorphins that come, the good neurotransmitters, the feel-good neurotransmitters that come from losing weight, that's also part of this story. I think we put a little too much pressure on our bodies because they will work for our good as well because we don't know how to manage our minds around it. We don't know how to plan for long-term success. We don't know how to stop judging ourselves so much when a little regain occurs that it creates so much regain that we're just eating whatever and no longer weighing. The things that are in your control, mamas, to recap. Don't snack. Don't graze. Don't overeat at one time. Stick with the plan that works for you, even if it's as simple as I will plan each morning and weigh myself each day. I'll use the best part of my brain to use it to my benefit. And if you want to know more about this, I'm doing a free webinar. It's how to stop regaining weight after surgery. There's lots of elements, too, that are applicable to anyone in this, guys. If you have a friend who's had surgery and has had regain, make sure to share it with them. And then make sure to get on my wait list because the doors are about to open for my next group of weight loss for modern American moms. We do a nine-month program to lose weight in a way that works for you. We average 21%, which is amazing and comparable to surgery results without the surgery. And we have our Mastering Maintenance group now to help support you in the long term to live at your goal weight. It is all-inclusive. It's evidence-based but it's so logical and works in a way that fits your lifestyle because weight loss has to be simple if we're going to beat all these stats. Have a great week, mamas. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.